Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee Podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. and welcome to today's episode of the Business Success and Coffee podcast in which I'm joined by Lydia. Now I'm not quite sure if I'm pronouncing this correctly listeners but I would pronounce it Wilmson. Is that correct Lydia? That's perfect. Well done. Yeah great. So um, Lydia has an interesting bio and she starts this listeners by saying that society has brainwashed high achievers into thinking they have to sacrifice everything to achieve success. And you'll see why there's such an alignment with me on that uh, from other podcasts as well. She helps high achieving entrepreneurs create freedom, abundance and personal fulfillment on their terms. Her personal story is that she grew up in a religious cult in surroundings of extreme mental and emotional control. So this is definitely going to be an interesting one, listeners. And she was able to free herself and rebuild her life and personality. Born and raised in Germany, she now travels the world. So when I first spoke with her listeners, she was in Latvia and is now in the Netherlands and also has her business in Cyprus, I think she said. So uh, very international. She now travels the world as a free spirit uh, with a home base in Cyprus. Oh, I'm going to add another one to this. Switzerland and the Netherlands. Uh, it fulfills her to get to know new cultures and helps her coaching clients wherever she is in the world. Welcome to today's podcast, Lydia. What a great uh, introduction. Thank you. It's very nice to listen to it when you read it. It's like, <laughs> oh, sounds like an interesting person. Yeah. Who is that okay. that he's talking about? That sounds yeah. good. I must get to know them. Yeah, definitely. So... There's so much to unpick in that bio uh, and so much value to give the listeners today. And I know from our initial chat as well, uh, the listeners are going to take some incredible value from today. So we will start with a coffee question. Okay, let's get that one out of the way so we can dig into the rest of the stuff here on this episode. Tell us a little bit about the coffee that you're drinking, where it's from, because I know you shared something about that, and, and how you take your coffee. Okay, yes. Um, I was recently for holidays in Scotland with my partner and since we traveled by plane with the luggage restrictions, we couldn't bring a little bottle from a distillery that we visited with whiskey. We couldn't bring that, but they had lovely coffee there. So I bought a pack of coffee, um, which is 50% from Brazil, it, like it's a blend, 30% from Colombia and 20% from Rwanda and looks really nice. It's from the Isle of Skye, a beautiful island. So yeah. if you ever travel there, go see it. And I drink my coffee. I love my coffee um, made or brewed in a mocha pot on the stove okay. and then with foamed oat milk on top. And this is what uh, I'm having right now. You see, I, I, I've got a problem with our local uh, coffee shop in the town that they have dairy milk, but for some reason they're struggling to get hold of everything non-dairy. So whether it's oat, soya, almond they just can't get non-dairy milks in the town at the moment they keep ordering it and ordering it and ordering it and not that i drink it but my wife always has a, a soya mocha uh, and, and loves the, the soya milk in that so uh, yeah so a frothy mm -hmm. oat as well that sounds very yeah. 
home. Very fluffy, very yummy. Yeah, almost yeah. better than in the coffee in the coffee shop. <laughs> yes, and, and it's interesting. You you said that obviously you wanted to bring something more alcoholic back. It sounds like from the distillery. Hmm. Uh, but was the distillery selling the coffee, or was the coffee from another vendor on the Isle of Skye? Um, it is Sky Coffee Roasters, and I just guess they have different things that they sell it there. You know, they also had some other tiny things that they don't make there. But it's it's a very tiny island, so it's very everything is very local, and they just collectively do things. So it's not that it's roasted in this distillery, obviously, but they you know like have it on offer there, and it is from the same island. Yeah, uh, yeah. So listeners, I'm sure we've all seen a movie where we might have seen a Scottish island or an island somewhere else where the the local shop is the post office, it's the pub, it's the grocery store. Yeah, so and the distillery with the sounds of it as well. So that, that sounds perfect. I can't think of much better. And I'm actually going to Scotland in just over a week's time. So we're going near there. So we might get a chance to go over to some of the aisles. We might not. Depends depends how we, how we go. So... You've given us an idea of, of the coffee. You also, as I did the introduction, shared that you, uh, you know, when we spoke was in Latvia. You've got, uh, you know, a base in Cyprus, Switzerland and the Netherlands. Uh, is is there any way that you spend more time in? You know, is it an equal share amongst each of those? Just give us a little bit of an idea of, of how you move and travel across those bases. I would say that my home base is the, the Netherlands, not because necessarily of the country, but because um, my partner is Dutch. So we spend okay. most of the time here, like half a year, something like that. And the rest is spent traveling and two months a year I spend in Cyprus. There are some certain regulations I have to follow. So, and obviously I have like, it's a rich culture when it comes to entrepreneurs. Cyprus has a host of really? like entrepreneurial culture there due to, yeah the place, what it is and how easy it is to do business there or to have your business um, there. So I also like going there. Um, I have family in Switzerland, so I obviously spend time there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a bit yeah. over the place, but my main place here is in the Netherlands. And it's interesting because you know, I've got a friend who's got a house in Cyprus. I think he's just trying to um, sell it at the moment. And Cyprus is one of those places where I used to work with a Greek Cypriot site manager on construction sites and he used to tell me about the beauty of cyprus but also the difficulties obviously with uh, the split of the island etc uh, so i've never really had much of an inkling to go but i would never have associated and i'm sure many of the listeners won't either i would never have associated cyprus with an entrepreneurial culture Okay, perhaps I phrased it a bit diff um, like in the wrong way. It's, mm. I wouldn't say it's an entrepreneurial culture itself, like the, the, the people there, but it has been a haven, a safe haven or a good haven yeah. for entrepreneurs to go there and start their business there. And also digital nomads, they cater to these people nowadays as well. So ah. you can register there and then work there. Lots of people also move there, for example, a huge influx from German residents now yeah. because Germany really made strange changes to their like taxes and stuff so lots of people just escaped Germany and yeah. for example chose uh, Cyprus because it's lovely you know it's lovely yeah, there yeah. so so there's a culture there but it's not a culture that is the people and necessarily the, the residents you know the local residents yes. it's people going there because yes. they're creating that yeah that's, that's fascinating exactly. 
yeah great so thinking about your your own business and you know we're so aligned uh, in this mission to believe that you don't have to sacrifice everything and you know listeners would have heard me mention another podcast and I think I shared it with you when we spoke you know but you know I have I've got a really strong example in my life in believing that you don't have to sacrifice everything to achieve success in the hope that you'll achieve success because that's what most people do don't they Lydia they hope to achieve success sacrifice everything and then never very often achieve it tell us a little bit about the the work that you have been doing in your own business is there anything that you've been shifting and changing or, or evolving in your own business yeah like definitely that's why i also have my my tagline so to say it has been this shift from from hustling from working hard running into burnout um, and then finding a different way how to do things yeah. and it has mainly like the main shift has been a psychological shift a mindset shift i call myself a mindset coach um, so the inner work is what has done the main lifting of the shift in my business and also in my life, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. And has that been an easy shift to make? Because I know, you know, the, the recent pandemic has made some things a lot harder to do. But actually, I think some people have find mindset shifts easier to make because of what's been happening around them. So how easy has that shift been, do you think? I would say it's um, for once or like one thing, it's an ongoing shift because mm -hmm. I remember the question you asked um, before we even started with the podcast, like this one main shift and what has it shifted? And I would say it's ongoing, like working on your mindset and doing the inner work is not something you'll have finished and then you're done and then, you know, everything changes and you work mm. hard to get there because then we're again in the self-optimization thing, you know, like work hard on your mindset. This is what then yes. some people do. Yeah, yeah. So they don't hustle in their business anymore. They hustle with their mindset or in their like changing their mindset thing. So I obviously don't mean that. And um, it is an ongoing process. There are more and more things you can uncover, more and more things and other areas of life um, where I do the work again, even like it's, it's like, I like the metaphor of, a, or the image of a spiral. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you go in a circle, you come to the same topic again, but on a different level in your life. So you spiral upwards, for example. Sure. So the very, for example, business growth, you'll go through another cycle of business growth. And now it's not the issue anymore. Oh, how do I make six figures? Now it's how do I make multiple six figures, seven figures. Yeah. And you, you know, you were at the same topic, the same thing, but at a different level. And you will have to conquer again, similar, but slightly different fears and things in your mindset. So I really like this idea. It's not, you have done this cycle once and then everything is fixed. No, it's like an ongoing thing. You spiral upwards and you have to look at the very same situation almost again and do the work over and over again so i'm also not like i don't want, actually want to call it work it's for me it's really a life it's part of life you yeah, know yeah. like mental hygiene that's not something you do once you don't yeah. like brush your teeth once and you're done and yeah. mental hygiene that work that keeps will be for the rest of my life and you either fall in love with it or you will hate it for the rest of your lives but why yeah. just you know like just start enjoying even these things and i wouldn't call it easy yeah. Sorry, yeah. And, I, and I think, you know, you've said there about enjoy it and 
they're, they're also, for me, you know, I create various routines in my life in the hope that I will exercise every morning or something like that. And those routines fall to the wayside very, very quickly, even though I probably have done them enough to become a habit and they should stick, but they don't. And we had a guest on uh, some time ago, I think it was Michael Peterson, and he talked about the desire. A routine is worthless without the desire to make it work. If you haven't got the desire for the outcomes, and it's the same, isn't it? If you haven't got that desire to make that that shift in mindset or that shift in the way that you do business and get that freedom of choice, you can just keep going round in that same... I love the way you did the spiral there. And listen, as you can see, it's not a spiral just flat. It's a spiral going up. It's a bit like a sort of tornado funnel type thing. Because if you haven't got the desire, it is just flat. And you will just go round and round and round in circles, isn't it? So having that desire is really, really important. And does that fit in with what you mentioned about having fulfillment on their terms or on our terms? Is is that what desire is, do you think, a little bit? And how would you define your terms? Mm. I definitely use the word desire a lot as well, because Good. that's exactly it. Like also when we spoke, for example, about running after success or want, wanting more success, like even six figures, seven figures, different like business success, working less, all of that stuff. Um, what it lies behind that is actually just a feeling. We always think, oh, we want more money. We want a fulfilling relationship. But what we actually want is the feeling behind it. Mm. And this can be different for everyone. For some people, it's safety. For other people, it's energy, love, connection. And this is also like what I work on with my clients. But also for me, it was crucial to understand as long as we keep running after something for the sake of that, we will yeah. never get there. And then desire comes into the picture because what is the deep desire behind it? Again, what feeling do we desire? It's not that we desire money. No one desires money because it's this piece of paper. Like you cannot eat it. You can't do anything with it. But what feeling do you hope that it will create for you? And this is what we will work with. And this is what, yeah, what I had to figure out and keep figuring out with new life topics in my own life but life but also with clients you know what is the underlying thing there and then again then it's not about ah oh, doing this this ex exercise in the morning and oh i can't hmm. keep going because like why but what if you then focus for example on the feeling of aliveness which is a big thing for people aliveness yeah. or, or fulfillment you will choose things that will help you get there and there is one more part of course if you keep sabotaging yourself or we come back to mindset then you will still make sure that you can't get to this feeling of aliveness. So we will also, like we have to focus on desire and we have to focus on what might be the reason that I don't actually want to go there. Even though I say I want to have this yeah. desire fulfilled. What might be the reason that my subconscious keeps me from that? Yeah. And, and it's interesting because as you were talking there, it, it made me think, because I've done my exercise this morning. I did my 30 minutes of exercise that I do, I'll try to do. And one of the things that I've realized by just listening to you and, and listening as I'll share with you as well is that what I like about the exercise is actually the way I feel better when it finishes. And actually, by setting that as the desire rather than an overall fitness goal or, like you say, keep running after the big goals, actually, 
The thing that I really like is just the way it makes me feel when I've done it. So why don't I focus on getting more of that that feeling after the exercise than thinking, oh, will I be able to do more tomorrow? Will I be able to run longer? Will it make me fitter? Will it make me more subtle? Actually, the only reason I do it is because it makes me feel good after. And actually, I've lost sight of the desire for that. Yeah. Super. I love this. I love this example. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, perfect example. So you you also mentioned in your introduction uh, that you grew up in a, in a religious court and obviously the surroundings of extreme uh, mental and emotional control. And yeah, this certainly makes you unique as a guest on the podcast. Somebody might have had it, but nobody's ever said it before that they've been uh, growing up in a religious court. But you're also saying for mil for fulfillment get my teeth into gear on their terms and i sense there's a connection there between that growing up under somebody else's terms and actually fulfilling your life on your own terms is there anything that you would like to share with the listeners perhaps around that escape and now doing it on your own terms yeah i think you pinpointed that beautifully like my one of my biggest values is freedom and it certainly is born from not having that when i was younger and this is why this has also become my mission to help people achieve yeah their own freedom not do not do it my way but find their own freedom in doing things and it can look very different than what it looks like for me and when you don't like you be, you understand the value and you don't so you know people when they have when they are like losing health then they will understand that health is actually the most important that we can have in our lives the yeah. same with money if you don't have it then you understand how how helpful it can be and for me it was freedom if you're not allowed to be yourself especially like growing up and growing up finding your own personality all of that yeah, it can become such an urge or such a desire to, to create this later on for, for myself. But it, of course, took a lot of lot of time. Like, I have many people I grew up with who didn't have, yeah, almost like the luck I had or not perhaps the willpower or whatever it is. It would be deep now to find out what the reason was. There are a lot, pe lot of people who still struggle a lot. There are people who took their own lives and all of that. So I'm... I'm, be, I'm very lucky that I live the life that I live now and I've done a lot for that. Like I've done lots of coaching and therapy and it has become my path and that what I then help yeah. people with. You know? yeah. So freedom, it's really this freedom that I didn't have, that I had to work also hard for because my yeah, yeah. psyche was very different. You know, it wasn't safe with having freedom in the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is what I now can help other people to achieve on their own terms. Yeah. And yeah, and, and thank you for sharing that. And it sounds pretty inspirational that you've managed to take what you went through and now leverage that to help other people as well as help yourself. Because that's one of the best legacies that you can leave, isn't it? You know, that's the journey that you've been on and now you can help people with their journey and to find yeah. their own journey. I want to ask you something personal and you can say I'd rather not, it's up to you. But you said that you were able to free yourself and you gave us an example there about people that had took their own lives, uh, etc. What would you say was that, that spark, that um, momentum that you had in yourself to actually free yourself? Because that's quite a shift and I'm sure we're all thinking, how on earth do you escape something which has so much control? Uh, yeah, and we've had people 
talk about all kinds of uh, abuse and situations they've been in. And very often there's there's something within themselves that one day they just say, enough's enough, I'm not doing anything anymore. Is there something that you could share and are happy to share that was that thing in you that enabled you to free yourself? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, it is like I did get to a point in my life where I kept getting to points in my life on in different areas of my life might mm -hmm. have been business relationships, friendships, where I just felt so much unhappiness. Yeah. And there was just, you know, there was this desire, okay, that's not worth like, I don't want this anymore. And mm -hmm. it was clear that I had to, to find a solution for that. And it might be that it is still what I mentioned, like, my part of my personality that wasn't developed yet, but still inside of me, there's like lots of curiosity, probably also courage. Mm. Yeah. And it, I don't know if it's down to genetics, if it's down to a little bit of what I, the good stuff that I did see in my parents, you know, like a little bit where like my father is a very driven person. My mother is a very, is an artist and she can be quite eccentric. So it could be that I had, even though I didn't yeah, yeah. see them very often, that some of these things were, you know, like an image that I could live after and yeah. And then use it for my own life and say, okay, I don't give in. I, you know, yeah. I, I want to change. I don't want to live this unhappy, unfulfilled lives, a uh, life full of anxiety and full of, you know, like yeah. unfree, utterly unfree yeah, yeah. on every level. Yeah. I want to change that. And, and but I, I think... will ponder the question more because it's, you know, like what, what made it? I, it was a process. It wasn't the one day and then my whole life changed. It was a long process. Yeah. But I, I think even when you listen back to this episode yourself, Lydia, you'll actually hear yourself give a very clear answer to that. Um, okay. And I, and I think there, there's, there's, two, there's two sides to this, and hopefully the listeners picked up on this as well. There is an awareness of unhappiness. And for many people, they don't change because they don't have that awareness of actually how bad it is right now so if if you said you know i'm really unhappy with this relationship this business that's a self-awareness that is is i think part of the, the the seed that started that the other thing there you said you know uh, a, a willingness not to give up you know you you knew that you wanted something that curiosity that courage um and that you know and i'm not willing to give up on that i'm not willing to give up on that curiosity and you know, for many people, it's that lack of curiosity that holds them back because they're, they're so insular of thinking that everything is here that I have. And if there's no curiosity, uh, what was the film? Um, was it Truman? Where he was brought up in a, in a bubble, wasn't he? And he was always curious, you know, why is the sky always that colour? Why does that sound different? Why is that person wearing a headset that's just walked by? That curiosity is what drives us. So I think the self-awareness of unhappiness and then that awareness of curiosity, I, I think mm. that that for me is what I heard you talk about there. Mm. And okay. then that, that final phrase, not willing to give up on it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yes, so well done and, and great, great for you to share that. So thinking about the fulfillment on their terms, the people you work with, okay, uh, and thinking about the listeners and how they might be able to gain that freedom and that fulfillment on their terms. What could you 
give to the listeners that would help them to define their terms? Because mo most people will hear you say, and say, that's a great, love that, Lydia. I'm going to do it on my terms. And then they have no idea what their terms are. H how can we find our terms that you very rightly on your bio put there in capital letters? Because it's got to be us. How can you help the listeners find their terms? I think it's that piece that you also mentioned before that you heard in what I said, this piece of self-awareness. <clears throat> and I always say, for example, when it's about business, how can I grow my business, but also relationship, how can I find or how can I change my relationship to that it's better, blah, blah, blah. So people always look for strategy. And strategy has its place. And I would still say, some people say it's 20% 80, like mindset, 80%, 20% strategy. I would even make the relation a little bit or the, the ratio a bit higher, like almost more like 90 to 10. Yep. Um, so the first piece is like after listening, for example, to us here today, like to, to become curious of what's going on in my mind, instead of running after the next strategy, because all strategy coaches out there, for example, they teach you their strategy, how they succeeded. And if you're a different, different personality type and don't understand that and don't just pick the things um, that resonate with your personality, you will not succeed with that strategy. You will have to be like almost the same person as that person who succeeded. So I would always suggest do this inner work first and get curious about like who you are, why you do things, like look for patterns and look for things that make you super happy and also look for the things that trigger you. Every trigger in your life teaches you something. You know, we always want to get rid of people who annoy us and situations like circumstances that annoy us. And I would say stop and become curious. Work on like self-awareness, raise your self-awareness. What's going on here? Why is this annoying me so much? And then you can learn so much and with all this knowledge and then shifting certain patterns you can again look for a strategy that feels aligned and you will have a gazillion times more success with that in every and it could be dating it could be better betterment in your relationship it could be success in business all of it yeah and i think that's that's the thing isn't it everything you just mentioned there and listeners i hope you jotted some notes down from that and took some uh, good credit for that because that's not just appropriate to one part of our life you can copy and paste everything that Lydia has just said into every part of your life and make a difference so I want to ask one uh, question before I ask you to share with listeners how we can connect with you etc but the question I have is that you said um, obviously you keep running and you're chasing success and I was having a conversation just with a client just a little bit earlier before we recorded this and I mentioned to him that sometimes you have to stop and let things catch up with you because sometimes you're running after success that fast that success isn't being able to keep up and so sometimes you need to stop and just let everything else get there. Is there anything that you found that by stopping the hustle and by stopping the running that it can have an impact to bring success to you because very often we think if we don't chase it we're not going to get it. But actually, you know, what is it about stopping? What is it about reducing the hustle that can help that success come, do you think? There is this main phrase, I don't know who, who said it, slow down to speed up. And it holds true like it always holds true. Because we have to understand perhaps a short idea about high achievers. 
at least all of my clients, and it might be just a general thing, I don't know, but at least all my clients who are all high achievers, they created that pattern of becoming high achievers, like achieve so much. There is always a story in their childhoods that they they weren't accepted, loved, whatever, getting gotten the attention for just being themselves, for yeah. being a person. And they started achieving more and more and more. So now if we keep, like we can keep doing that our whole lives. And these people build multi-billion dollar businesses, but they still have no fulfill, or at least not the level of fulfillment that they desire because they keep chasing, as you said, yeah. they keep running after it. And the only chance for them is a pattern interrupt, is stop, is do something different. They can, you know, like once mm. they have shifted that, they can keep, they can start working again. It's not that you are not allowed to ever work again. You know, people yes. are like, oh my God. But even that, why are you so afraid to stop? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Why can you not enjoy peace for a moment? Because most people can't stand when all their thoughts start racing and they actually have to listen because they can't work, you know, yeah. work. I see work like people who work like crazy and can't let it go. It's a, it's an addiction and it is a distraction from what's going on really inside. And yeah. um, stopping has, as you said, so many benefits. You can stop and work on these voices that then start showing up. You can work on your shadow, what we call it, you know, the dark things in you. And you can use all this energy that you are using to repress that and work, 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 you can use that energy and actually have so much more energy and aliveness and fulfillment. But you know, like it's so many things I could say about that, but I get, I, I hope you get the, the gist of it. Definitely. Right now. Definitely. And, and you're right. Yeah. And I love the way that you've described that because that, that last couple of sentences there clearly shows that by slowing down, you can speed up, you can get more of a success. You can get more of what you want uh, on your terms, etc. So, and more freedom because freedom is about choice isn't it you know it's, it's what yes. we choose to do and these people if you're running that fast turning left or right is not an option because you're running that fast you can only go forward which leaves you with no choices so uh, yeah slow down and make the different choices and enjoy life for the purpose of living life you know we all die but have you actually lived and it's yeah. a question i have to keep asking myself it's not that i'm here the big guru or something you know it's yeah. for every one of us are you living you only have today right now so are you living that yeah but but don't you find that you know you said something very important there about you know the guru you know i believe that people buy products services buy into the ideology of people who have been there and you know they've been through it themselves or they're going through it now you know everything you've mentioned i'm sure most of us listening to this can say that that's me or that was me, or that could be me. Uh, and you know, when you know that somebody's giving you the advice, like you are here so freely, thank you, to know that you've actually been through that gives you more credibility to help us with it as well, doesn't it? So that leads on to my question of where do people go to connect with you? How do we find out more about you and how you can help us? And where should the listeners go? You can find me on the social media platforms. If you're on LinkedIn, you can find me there on Instagram. Find me there. Um, check out my website, LydiaWilmsen.com. And I'm super approachable. Just shoot me a message in LinkedIn or Instagram or via my website and tell me that you have listened to the podcast and you want to want to talk. 
So can you just spell your name for the listeners so just so we've got it so we can find the website. So the mm-hmm. website is, and then that will give us the name as well, won't it, for LinkedIn mm-hmm. and Instagram. It's LydiaWilmson.com, so L-Y-D-I-A-W-I-L-M-S-E-N.com. Yeah, and of course, Lydia Wilmson is how you find your LinkedIn and on Instagram as well. Perfect. Exactly. Great. So... We always like to give the listeners something they can take away. And we've given them so much, but quite big things. You know, people are going to have to listen to this podcast, I think, about four or five times just to get some of the the content out of it, which is great because that's what we want you to do, listeners. We want you to study and take some value from this podcast. But if you could give the listeners, Lydia, something that they can do right now, as soon as they finish listening to this podcast or in the next 24 hours that can make a difference to them, what one tip or what one lesson would you like to share with them today? I would just recommend to journal or just write out things that came up. So we talked about self-awareness so much today and, you know, to just do that after this podcast, like what ideas came into your head? What was like when you heard us talk? Um, One thing that really resonated, like perhaps the childhood thing that I said, like, oh yeah, I always keep working because, you know, like I think otherwise I'm not like no one likes me or I'm not good enough. Like these things, just take some time, take like get a nice coffee or whatever and sit down and just let it sink in and just see what wants to be written down on that paper. It's not, I have to quickly achieve that, really slow down and see what wants to, what ideas come to your mind and write them out first step now uh, i i am a, a fairly new convert to journaling uh, so i'm holding up for the camera you know my my journal and listeners i can't emphasize enough what lydia said because uh, i've tried doing digital diaries to-do lists and all stuff like that but the most important thing is journaling and there are lots of great resources out there on journaling some people do well with journals that you fill in sections of a journal um, my journal now literally has blank pages in it. Mine too. Yeah, and that's the best format because literally, as you said there, and I think listeners, this is very important what Lydia's just said, you write in the journal what you feel you need to write. Some of it's personal, some of it's business, sometimes it's a to-do list. For me, sometimes it, you know, it's it's some prayers, it's who uh, some of the things I need to do. It's the, you know, I always put the weather What's, what's the temperature when I woke up and was it sunny and was it still? I love to record the weather. I don't know why, just a thing. Um, mm. So, yes, great tip, journaling, definitely. So, final question, Lydia. If you could have your next coffee in a dream location, bear in mind your, your love of travel, if you could have it in a dream location with a favourite business book, where would it be and what would the book be? Does it need to be a book that has already been written? Oh, uh, now there's an interesting one. I've never had that question before. No, no, not at all. Then I would choose a book with perhaps 10 stories of people in there who have made this change that we talked about today. Like really, they, okay. they were hustlers and now they have slowed down and they have created massive shifts in their lives. Um, that would be the book, Personal Stories. And it would be a dreamy location. It could be somewhere around mountains, could be Switzerland, but also like Canada, something beautiful mountains, yeah. misty, misty weather um, and a warm coffee. And I'm sitting there looking at the Fantastic. mountain area. 
so is this a sneak preview that there's a book in you about personal stories or <laughs> yeah there you go well, it might sh- be it should be it should be i think listeners we all agree it should be so when you leave the review on whatever podcast platform let lydia know that you would love to hear that book and read that book on uh, those personal stories of how people get personal fulfillment on their terms that would be a great thing and to have that freedom uh You've been an amazing guest, Lydia. You've shared so much, uh, and thank you for being so open and honest about your circumstances and the lessons that you've learned from that as well. I think that's quite inspiring to to anyone that's listened to this, and hopefully, listeners, you appreciate the the value that Lydia's given us today. It's really been great having you as a guest. Thank you. Amazing questions, I have to say. Thank you very much for having me. No problem. And listeners, as you know. It's now your responsibility to go out there and do something with what Lydia's talked about. If you think you missed something from this podcast, listen to it again and again. Yeah, use your journal, make some notes, do something with what you've heard today. And if it's only journaling, great. But if it's realising what your terms are and how you can have the life of your choice and your freedom, then please do that and let us know what difference this podcast has made to you. Uh, and that would be a great, great result for us to see that we've had an impact on you as listeners today. And as always, I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.